1380 KCIM Sports presents KCIM Sports Rewind. A look back at the week in high school sports. Brought to you by St. Anthony Rehab Services. Here's sports director Jeff Blankman, John Ryan, and Jeff Honnell. Well, here we go. Another week of KCIM Sports Rewind as we close in on the Christmas break. Once again, brought to you by St. Anthony's Sports Performance Program. Uh, tell you what, any athlete who wants power, strength, you're going to benefit from an eight-week workout program. They will push you to be the best. 794 52 41. Be your best preseason, in season, or off season. Gonna warn you, today's edition of KCIM Sports uh, Rewind is one Jeff short of a full load. <laughs> So is that is that the proper way to say that? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Is, is, is that a good thing, being one Jeff short of a load? You know, I don't know. There's so many Jeffs around anymore <laughs> no. that... Uh, we could have found know. a fill-in Jeff. We could have. But, yeah. you know, I, I, we got a list of Jeffs that are, are on call. Yeah. Much. I got like 10 of them in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought, man? Uh, anyway, we got a special guest today to we talk do. to before we get to the rest of uh, sports here. How about we talk to a national champion? Tell us who we're talking to. Yeah, we're going to be talking with... Uh, Ty Nissen here, a former Carroll Tiger grad who's uh, playing over at Iowa Western Community College. They just won the national championship uh, last Wednesday, December the 14th. So, uh, Ty, appreciate you joining us. Congratulations. Has it fully sunk in yet that, that, that you're a national champion? Um, not yet, no. It hasn't. So. Tell, tell us a little bit about your uh, your road to Iowa Western, uh, how you got there, and, and how did you get to the position that you're in right now? Yeah, so I obviously punted throughout high school, and one of their coaches got in contact with me, and he wanted me to punt at their level, and so I accepted it. And now I'm in my – or just finished up my second year at Iowa Western, and we were runner-up runner last year in the national championship, but this year we were fortunate enough to get back there, and uh, we won it. So that yeah. was fun. Yeah, we're going to talk about that championship game coming up, but talk about punting right now. Is that what you pictured yourself doing on that level? Uh, yeah, actually. I had a lot of success in high school, so I just wanted to see how far I could go with it. Ty, you've been a kid. Speaking of that success, it came because of hard work. I know you went to punting clinics and punting camps growing up. Talk about all the work that you put in to, to becoming the punter that you are today. Yeah, I mean, that's what I, I find that like the best part is putting in the work and seeing all the accolades and stuff come after. So it's been hard at times, obviously. It's not easy because there's not a lot of punters out there. But, yeah, it's fun, and I really love it. What what goes into a punter that's going to be on the level that you're at and on the next level? How much goes into that? Is it just like any other position on the football field? Yeah. I mean, you got to put in a lot of work, and it's, uh, at the next level, you got to be a lot of very consistent. And, obviously, the teams will be coming at you a lot faster to try to block it, and that's what I learned pretty quick at Iowa Western. So you got to get it off pretty fast compared to high school. So, yeah, you just got to – it's just like any other position. It's just a lot faster at the next level. Was that the biggest transition? You kind of answered what I was going to ask. I imagine the speed of the special teams and, and everything else and the adjustment uh, was probably the biggest thing for you, uh, changing levels? Yeah, for sure, because at that level, they actually scheme up the pump block and all that type of stuff instead of a return or, like, just really find your weaknesses in your in your punt team. So, yeah, but that's what makes it fun. Yeah, you get 
you guys get so few opportunities sometimes during games. You'll play a, a certain amount of plays. It's it's critically important that you perform your job. What kind of pressure do you feel when the game is on? You're maybe in a tight situation. You guys are called out to do your jobs. Uh, do you feel that pressure as the punter? Oh, for sure. But I have a lot of faith in my teammates. And as you get into the next level, special teams become a lot more important, especially in big games like the national championship or games before that. But, yeah, you just got to trust your coaches and trust your teammates to block for you. Elements uh, weren't great down there for the national championship. Hard to believe that it was uh, kind of chilly down in Arkansas the night you guys played. But uh, you're used to that. Uh, how did you adjust to everything and to be able to handle that pressure, especially in a big game situation? Yeah, I mean, thankfully I was able to play there the year before. And we also played in a lot of big games throughout the year playing like the number we played Hutch before, and then we also played Snow College, who was ranked in the top five, and Butler Community College. So it wasn't the first big game that I've been in, but it's still a ton of pressure knowing that it's on TV and there's tons of people watching. But yeah, I just got I just got faith in myself, and I feel like I did well. Yeah, let's talk about the road to that championship game. I mean, what was that like for you as a player? Got to be a ton of excitement. I mean, you guys are kind of a national junior college power, and uh, all the expectations that come with that. What was it like to make that playoff run? Yeah, I mean, first of all, it was kind of a shock at the beginning that we were able to get in, considering we lost our last two games to Coffeyville and Hutch. But thankfully, we were able to get in. So then we traveled down to Mississippi, which was really fun. And because uh, we never get to play those type of teams. But, uh, yeah, it was really good competition down there. And there were tons of coaches down there watching, which was fun. And so we beat them. And then we were able to get our revenge against Hudge in the national championship game, which was also fun. So, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of, a lot of big moments during that time. But it was still tons of fun to get out there and kind of show what you can do. Ty, you mentioned that loss to Hutchinson. You guys fell last game of the regular season, uh, 29 to 28. Kind of let that game slip away. How much when you guys saw that you were going to get a chance to, to, to play them in the national championship did that loss to close out the regular season drive you guys? Oh, yeah. that was We were, we were looking forward to that for sure. We, we really wanted them to beat Coffeyville because we knew we had a good opportunity to beat them. So yeah, we were. Our, everyone was pretty excited to get our little revenge on them. What was the difference in the championship game? I mean, you lost to him said in the regular season. What what turned the tide in the championship game? I don't know. I think we just really dominated on every level because during the first game we had a few. We gave up a few big plays, and then we had a few special teams mistakes against them. But in big games, we or in the championship game, we didn't let that happen, and I think that that showed on the scoreboard. Ty, you were an outstanding linebacker in high school, so you know a lot about defense as well. Your defense goes out and pitches a shutout in that. Uh, I watched that game on TV that night. Really dominant performance by the defense. Uh, Hutch struggled to even move the ball most of the game. Uh, you, you mentioned, you know, kind of just taking away the big plays. Was that the biggest thing for the defense, or what stood out for you about the way the defense played? Yeah, that's that's the big thing because I think we gave up like two like 80-yard touchdown plays the first time, and in the second time we didn't give up any big big plays. And we have a lot of a lot of studs on the defense. We have a cornerback that's committed to Kansas State, a D lineman committed to Iowa, 
and then a few other D linemen that have big power five offers from like Penn state. So yeah, they just, they made really good plays and kind of shut them out. And our defense has been outstanding all year long. And I think that showed. We're talking with Ty Nissen once again from uh, Iowa Western. He was the punter with the national championship team. By the way, we'll mention the score. You guys won 31 to nothing over Hutchinson to win that. Uh, let's talk about what's going to happen now. You've had two successful years at Iowa Western. The future is, is what you're thinking about now. So what's going on with that? Yeah, so right now I'm just uh, – I have to make put out my film and let other coaches see it. But thankfully I'm at one of the best junior colleges in the nation, so I'll get a lot of <clears throat> coaches or if coaches like need a punter or something, then my school will be one of the first ones to go to. And, uh, yeah, I just got faith in my coaches to – get me to the right place or find me the right home and now it's just kind of the waiting game it's hard being patient but it's what you got to do in this recruiting process especially at a junior college Ty, you mentioned uh, when you, you talked about that game against Northwest Mississippi Community College, a lot of college coaches and coaches there watching. Um, you don't have to mention schools, but how much contact have you gotten here from, from coaches at the next level? Yeah, I've had schools that have been interested, but it's just it's kind of, as a punter, you kind of have to, like, see another punter do bad so a school has to, like, or so that school has to look for another one or if, like, another one leaves for the NFL or transfers, especially with the transfer portal in today's world because that is, it's pretty insane and it doesn't help the junior college athletes. But, yeah, you just got to be patient and, I don't know, you just got to wait. It's hard, but you got to wait. Ty, you mentioned something there. You said you almost got to have a, another punter not do well. I, I, I'm guessing that punters are kind of a fraternity with each other. Is is it hard to kind of look at another punter and go, man, he's got to shank a couple because that's going to help me? Yeah. I mean, it is hard, but it's kind of what has to happen. And it's tough because there's only one punter on the field, but there's four or three linebackers or D linemen. So punters are very limited, but yeah, it is hard seeing another one fail, but it also gives me an opportunity, which is nice. Yeah, you mentioned you were going to take kind of a gap semester, kind of wait. You might try to sign with a team or a college coming up uh, in the spring. Uh, what What's going to happen between now and then? What are you working on, and, and do you have tryouts for coaches? Do you punt, or you just rely on your film to speak for itself? Yeah, so spring practices start for Iowa Western in, the, in, like, in around April. So, and that, uh, when I was there last year, there was tons of coaches there, and especially since we'll be the returning national champion. There'll be tons of coaches like Florida State's been there, Oregon State, Iowa, Iowa State. And, uh, yeah, so there's a ton of exposure there. So we'll just be hoping a few of those schools will be looking for a punter. And then usually they like seeing you kick in person before they offer you or anything like that. So I'll just get a call from my coach and set up a workout with them. So. Yeah, Ty, what kind of work will you put in between now uh, and that national signing day? Yeah, so I'll be looking at a few camps to go to, like the Colts camps, which are really good and have good exposure. But, yeah, just pretty much when it gets nice outside, go out and try to be more consistent and work on the little things. 
You mentioned the transfer portal here a little bit ago as well. I, I want to ask you about that as a college athlete. Uh, you know, you mentioned that it, it, it doesn't appear to be helping junior college kids and stuff like that. With transfer portal and now with NIL, how much impact as a college athlete have you seen uh, at the college level with those two things? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty crazy for those uh, bigger schools or bigger name guys that get to do it, but it's really difficult for for some of the junior college kids that don't have like as much publicity or that stuff and those bigger name guys that transfer don't have to sit out a year or go to a junior college so it's really hard for the junior college athletes but I mean it is what it is let's talk about your future a little bit what do you want to go into and are there any schools that you kind of think yeah I'd like to wind up in this area or with this school that fits with what I want to do in the future any plans like that yeah, so I'd like to stay in the Midwest, obviously, especially since the weather. And I think that helps my cause considering I've hunted in uh, cold conditions. And I think that's what my coaches think as well. But, yeah, I just probably stay around the Midwest. I got to ask you about your family. Your parents, your brother make it to all, if you know, most, if not all, of your games. Uh, how great was that to see them, especially down in Arkansas at the championship game this year? And then, uh, you know, to, to be able to, as you mentioned, stay here in the Midwest, maybe a little easier for them to get to, to some more of your games in the future? Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. I wouldn't be anywhere where I am today without them. And if they're watching right now, I want to thank them. But yeah. Their support is tremendous, and it's what I've needed throughout the years, and especially as a college athlete, that helps out a lot. Like knowing you got your family by your side at all times. So I'm very thankful, and hopefully this is just the beginning. Well, Ty, I tell you what, uh, since Jeff Blankman and myself will never know the feeling of being a national champion <laughs> <laughs> of anything, what was it like when that went off, and what, what kind of celebrations have been going on since that game has gotten was a final? Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. I was never a state champion or anything like that in high school, so it was the first time experience for me, but hopefully it's not the last, but it was pretty amazing considering we won our last game and now we get a ring and all that stuff, so it'll be fun. I was just going to ask you, the rings, when do you guys get the rings? you got to wait all the way till next year, or how quickly did they get those rings done for all you guys? I would think it's a couple months, and I think the rings will be pretty big, so that'll be nice. Well, yeah, I would hope so, man. We've had other champions in here. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, Cass uh, Weidel. Cass, uh, yeah. Cass had a, like a handful of rings. He had like four of them from uh, Northwest Missouri State. But, man, that is something special and something you can show off for your grandkids. And Are you going to wear the ring or are you going to just display it somewhere? I don't know. Maybe the first few times I – or the first day I have it, I might have to bring it out. But – yeah, I'll probably wear it a little bit for sure. Matt, that's me. I'm wearing it to the grocery store. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm showing that bad boy off to everybody who'd ever want to see it. So, uh, Ty, congratulations, Matt. What a great run for you. We hope the best for the future. Uh, stay in touch. We'd love to hear from you. If you sign with a college, we'd, we'd love to hear back from you. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll let you guys know. Thanks for having me.
Absolutely. Ty Nissen once yeah. again joining us today. And uh, we thank him from uh, Iowa Western, won the uh, National Junior College uh, Championship in Little Rock, Arkansas, over Hutchinson Community College, 31 nothing. Yeah, that was just an absolute dominating performance um, that they put on that day. Um, I, I do have to give a shout-out. Thanks to Jeff Storyhan. He texted me and said, hey, the game's on TV right now. So I, I, I was able to flip over and watch the vast majority of that game. But it's just uh, one Jeff, Haplin, another Jeff. Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I t and, and Ty punted that night five times. If I remember correctly, it was either 37.2 or 38.2 yards per punt for the average. So he had a good night down there in some not great weather because everybody was bundled up. It was it was pretty cold, especially for yeah. Arkansas. Yeah, they aren't expecting those kind of temperatures and those kind yep. of conditions. But clearly, he's, he's, he's ready for that. He is. Having punted around here. so He is. And I didn't want to say this with him on the air. I was talking to uh, somebody yesterday, and they're like, as we were talking, about having Ty on, and I said, you know, I says, I wonder where he's going to end up going. I says, I think Iowa, Iowa State, if so, so I'm interested. And the, the guy joked and says, he's a Hawkeye. He, he'll walk on at Iowa before he accepts a scholarship <laughs> at Iowa State. <laughs> maybe, maybe. He didn't say that Iowa State, so that's why I, you know, I don't want to put words in his mouth. That was somebody else that Man, said that. If, if you are a punter, Iowa is the mecca. It is. It is the epicenter of punting. <laughs> how can you how can you not look at it that way? They've had great punters. I'll just leave it at that because otherwise it's going to sound like I'm saying Iowa punts a lot. <laughs> See, the, the greatest punter I know is Pat McAfee just because he's got a great podcast and yes. does some great sports reporting and things like that, too. Yeah. So, I punters, have, punters, man, they rock. They do rock. And, and Ty's been a great one. He had a, yeah. like a 78 yarder or something like that when he was at Carroll and came pretty close to that down at Iowa Western. So he's, he's a guy that's got a leg. So I'm hoping that school to the west of where he's at right now starts to pay a little bit of attention so you know that's crazy i just want to ask him a question what about pressure yeah know, and how you feel man you get one play yeah you get one play you got to do your job and if you don't if you do your job well basically nobody pays attention yep but Not if you shank one yeah. or get it blocked or you know any of those then all of a sudden you're the face of everything and i would think you know it's uh, punting and kicking and all that other stuff and all the specialty long snappers kind of the same yep. way uh, it's a mental game as much as anything else you bet so i do want to give a quick shout out as well simon wagner former kemper kicker also on that iowa western team so congratulations to him he's going to be getting a, a ring as well so congratulations to simon wagner as well all right we're going to talk the rest of the uh, first half of the sports season coming up here next. It's KCIM Sports Rewind, brought to you by St. Anthony Rehab Services. As the athletes at your house prepare for hard work and fun of the season, remember that St. Anthony Rehab Services provides physical therapy for any sports injury that may sideline your member of the team. Sports injuries can plague kids of all ages and keep them from playing the sport they love. Athletes will be under the direct supervision of a certified and licensed healthcare professional in the newly renovated sports performance facility. If an injury is keeping your athlete out of the game, call St. Anthony Rehabilitation Services at 794-5000 for sports injury and treatment rehab. Ah, the house band, Bad Authority, playing us back in here for KCIM Sports Rewind. They are so good. One of the Jeffs yes. in studio with us here. Yeah, oh yeah, Bad Authority, terrific stuff. I was at a party one time. Uh, individual hired him out. Yeah. I mean, they were teenagers playing to a group of like 50-year-olds <laughs> sitting in bag chairs. And you know, still tore it up. Having some, having some great beverages. And yeah, played all the great stuff that we loved growing up. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love those guys, man. I, I, we still have to figure out.
by the way, I know we keep saying it, but, uh, you know, maybe this spring or something we, we get those guys in here and just get a little acoustic set from them for, a, you know, a song or, or so or two here in, in the studio. Just let them play the whole half hour. There we go. <laughs> People might like that it's better. Be better than us, right? <laughs> so, uh, by the way, happy birthday, Corey Meyer. Sarah yes. Sarah one yesterday. Yeah, belated birthday for him. I, I gave him a shout yesterday on the text message and, um, you know, I hoped that he had maybe gotten a chance to, to have some fun over the weekend. But uh, one of the great guys in the business and one of the hard, really hardworking guys in the business, that's for sure. You know what? I, he, and he works with this stuff year-round. He does all the umpiring. Yes. So when he's not doing basketball, which is pretty much a lot of the time, yep. he's out doing that stuff and things. Just, a, just an active guy, terrific guy, great guy to sit down and talk to. He is absolutely knowledgeable about everything. Uh, he's got great patience as well um, and has just done a tremendous job. I mean, you asked Dan Palmer and he, he said it here when he was on uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago filling in for Honnold, you know, how lucky is Coon Rapids to have you know Corey Meyer down there coaching. I was just going to say that. There's a lot yeah. of programs out there that would uh, just really love to have uh, a Corey Meyer yes. as their head coach. So happy belated birthday there, Corey. Uh, first ever, first ever, it's a first in sports First ever w girls wrestling yes. happening tonight at Carroll High. It is at Kemper. Or yeah, Kemper, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. Kemper hosting their Carol first hosting. ever. Yes, uh, Kemper girls wrestling invite. Um, so congrats to Gary Schmitz and and everybody for you know taking part in that. And and Carroll High was the, the was at one point the only local team that was going to be there. But now uh, pretty much all of our local teams are going to be there. It was kind of funny because I was talking with Gary Schmitz last Saturday morning. This past Saturday on the coaches show and, and during the break he I said something to him I'm like you know this has been the weirdest prior to the holiday break that I can remember in all of my years even before I came here and covering high school sports with all of the weather postponements and cancellations and more than likely it sounds like Thursday night is yeah. going to be another night that it's going to be difficult to get high school sports in so we're going to have seven different nights before the holiday season if Thursday's affected that will have been affected by the weather but one of the things Gary said he goes yeah he goes uh kind of bracing myself he said you know he says with our meet on friday night getting postponed and he goes things on saturday getting postponed he goes i got a sense that we're probably going to have a lot of schools contacting us on monday uh, to see if they can't get into our girls tournament yep. uh, and and I, there's been at least two added esac and audubon here out of the local area uh were added to that so but uh, it should be a lot of fun um and uh hopefully everything goes off well for them tonight uh, they are they are used to running wrestling tournaments so my guess is mm -hmm. they'll run a good one um i know one of the things that has happened this year um and and stuff you, you i don't want to say the name of the school because i'm certainly not calling anybody out but uh, we had three or four of our local schools go to a girls wrestling tournament this past week um last week and uh you know they got to off to about an hour late start and then uh, it drug on for about six hours during oh. the weeknight uh because mm -hmm. you know part of the problem is there's so many schools coming to these because everybody's trying to get into them. Um, you know, sometimes they do different formats um, and stuff, and, and it kind of slows things down. So hopefully everything will run well for them tonight, and I have a feeling with as many meets as Kemper has run over the years yeah. that they'll be fine. Well, yeah, we certainly hope so. I hope it's a huge crowd. I do, too. Huge crowd. I do, too. Um, and with that many local teams, I would think that, uh, you know, we've got five local teams. The only one I haven't heard from is South Central Calhoun. I'm guessing that 
that they're going to be there. Uh, that's mm -hmm. what I'm guessing. But uh, I haven't heard anything yet uh, that they've been added to the, uh, you know, to the docket there tonight. But if you get four yep. or five of our area schools, almost everybody should be there. What a great showcase yeah, for absolutely. girls wrestling as it gets launched here officially this year uh, for all of our area schools. That's going to be great coming up later on tonight. So uh, enjoy that uh, while that's coming up. And by the way, you were talking about Thursday night, potentially some cancellations. The Iowa State women at or taking on Drake, yep. that game got canceled for Thursday night already. So that, take that into, into consideration when you talk about high school sports potential. Well, and, and I do have to kind of chuckle because, uh, you know, you, you and Kelly were talking about that when I came in this morning, and I was kind of like, they can't. I was thinking the game was yeah. tonight, and I'm like, tonight's going to be cold, but there's no weather. But it's Thursday night it's that they went ahead. Thursday. Yeah. And rarely do you ever see college yes. cancel games because of weather. But this is one of those situations. So 30, 30 degrees below temperature, below wind chill tonight. And, of course, uh, those dangerous winds on Thursday all going to add up to that. Other than that, uh, we're coming to the end of the first half of the sports season. What do you think? I mean, uh, a good season so far for some teams. Who's really standing out to you? Uh, we'll start off uh, with with boys basketball there's two of them uh, and part of the reason why I wanted to start with them is is that the Iowa High School Athletic Association for the first time ever um, released high school basketball rankings uh, and stuff this last week and and, and I will admit um, that uh, I was absolutely shocked in a way that Kemper and South Central Calhoun not in uh, the original rankings with the years that uh, those two teams have had uh, that neither one of them uh, ended up slipping into um, the, the top 10 this week. I think they'll be in there at some point during the year because uh, those two, to me, are probably the two boys teams that have jumped off the board the most. Uh, Kimber dropped that heartbreaker to Carroll High uh, in the season opener and mm -hmm. hasn't lost a game since. Went to Van Meter and, and picked up a win That's there. That's impressive. And that is. Um, and, and they knocked off Dennison Schleswig, who was the favorite to win the Hawkeye 10 on the road. Um, so this is a team playing really, really good good basketball and we've talked a little bit about them throughout the year they just got such great balance um, you know I, I think coach Minahan when we named Brock Bading our player of the game on Saturday against Green County um, grabbed our, our post on Twitter and then re-subtweeted it and, and put a little comment on there that they've had four different guys score over 20 points this year in a game um, so what, what makes Kemper so good um, their balance their you know the, the fact that they're you know coach I asked him about it they they don't care who scores. Um, you know, if somebody else scores for them, they're happy about that. They'll, they'll take the assist. And, and I think they had 23 assists on 27 made baskets <laughs> the other night or something <laughs> like that against Green County. So Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, yeah. Uh, and they just throw athletes at you. Um, you know, they, they, they yeah, they've got Evan Adams down inside who's about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, but they don't have those 6'7", six, 6'8", six, kids. They just got a bunch of, you know, some of their guards aren't six-footers, uh, but, you know, they, they throw a lot of kids that are really athletic athletic at you that are about 6'1", 6'2", 6'3", and they just keep coming at you, uh, and they do it on both yeah. sides of the floor. Ask any coach what, what kind of team you want. That's the kind of team you want, kids with no attitude problems, and they just hustle, yep. and they can just plug them in. Absolutely, and I think that's going to continue for them the second half of the season. 
and South Central Calhoun boys, as I mentioned, also having a great year. Their their ability to shoot the rock um, is really what is, I think, fun. Uh, Eli Wheelock, Gavin Batta, Tyler Leitner, Andrew Anderson off of the bench, Cole Higgins off of the bench, and then you got an athlete like Keegan Sword inside that, you know, just defends and grabs rebounds and scores, and uh, they're just really, really good. Um, but they, they shoot a ton of threes. There's been nights this year where they've shot maybe twice as many threes as they have twos. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, they're, they're going to put up the ball and, and, and shoot against you, and, and they get out and run. Um, they're very unselfish as well, and, and that's a fun team to watch. So both of those teams, I think, um, hopefully will jump into the rankings uh, here soon. Give it up for Clive Clark. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, go on with the hand you got. What, what do you do best? You're going to yeah. adjust around that. Absolutely. And he's done an amazing job with that here over the last few years. You know, when they've had, you know, the big guys inside like Joshua Dietrich and those guys, they, mm-hmm. they get the rock inside to them and let they do, let them do their damage. This year he's got a ton of shooters and guards, and they're out running and, and shooting the threes and, and doing what's best for for those kids. And that, that that's really good for Clive and an outstanding coaching job. I want to mention Carol High here as well on the boys' side of things. Um, you know, they, I know they're probably a little disappointed. They've had a couple of losses here lately, but uh, part of the reason I wanted to point it out, um, their losses right now uh, have been to two teams ranked, um, North Polk and Ballard, both on the road. Tonight they have a big one, number two ranked Bondurant for our comes to their place. Um, so that, that hopefully they'll have a pack. Jim will have that game here on KCIM for everybody coming up later tonight with the Tyler Bruner there on the broadcast. I also wanted to mention on the boys' side real quick, quick, IKM Manning. Um, what a huge win for them the other night. Uh, they went in overtime at home against an undefeated trainer ball club and we know how good trainer has been over the years and we know how that's been such a huge rivalry but um, Coach Wagner really likes this group of guys. Uh, they go out and they play extremely hard uh, and uh, they were able to get the job done. So that was a big win for them in overtime the other night. See, this is a, it's a weird, it's a, it's a big game for me tonight for a lot of teams because this is our done yep. for the first half of their season. So I mean, it's like, you don't have to reserve anything, nothing in the gas tank, just give yep. it all you got tonight. We need this win going to the break. Yeah, Ike Manning and Arweaver right now are the only basketball teams that have anything scheduled for Thursday this week. Mm-hmm. So everybody uh, everybody else tonight is it. Um, on the girls' side of things right now, South Central Calhoun's probably been our best team here in the area. They suffered that early loss to Storm Lake, but have really kind of bounced back and, and played outstanding basketball since then. Really led by Kylie Schleichman and Riley Batta, those two uh, have really been kind of the, the stars for them, but uh, you know, give their supporting cast a, a lot of credit. They understand their roles. They go out and they play their roles. They're not worried about having to score or those things. It's all the little things that they do. So they've been playing really well this year as well on the girls' side of things. And let's talk about wrestling real quick. We got just a kind of limited amount of time. We want to squeeze in some of the top uh, things going on first half. Yeah, mentioned the Carroll boys wrestling team. Um, you know, finished second at Ogden last Saturday. We talked about that last week. Week. And then on this Saturday, they go out and they dominate their own tournament. Cooper Ludwig knocked off the Dan Hart kid from Greene County, who's highly ranked, and that was going to be his biggest test of the year. And I don't know if there was a lot of people besides Carroll High Wrestling mm-hmm. people that maybe gave him, uh, you know, a chance in that one, but uh, went out and dominated him and picked up a really nice win. And and Carroll was just really, really good uh, on Saturday up at their own tournament. So I was able to get up there. I shot some video clips, uh, you know, and stuff, and then got that posted up. 
out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook yesterday. So kind of a little, about a minute, 10 second long highlight video package uh, from some of the wrestling on Saturday up at the uh, Carol Invite. All right, now we've got to wrap things up here, but let's talk about social media a little bit because, you, I mean, we got a footprint everywhere. We do. On all this stuff. So if people want to start following that, where do they go for, like, Instagram and all that other stuff? Um, if you go to Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, search Carol Broadcasting Sports Network, um, and then just give it a follow. Uh, it's all of its free information that we're throwing out there, so it doesn't cost you anything. So those are the main places. You also can go to YouTube and go Carol Broadcasting Sports Network and search there. Um, that's where we do all of our live broadcast and all of our video interviews and the video highlight package things and the video of the broadcast of the games that we do is all available there. Or you can check out the website at sports.1380kcim.com uh, or our mobile app. Yeah. Uh, search CB Sports. It's CB Sports is what you got to search uh, and stuff. And that's in your app store and Google Play. I'm an app guy. Yep. I, got the, I got the app. I love it. When I, I was, I mean, what's, what was the score last night? Bang. Pull yeah. it up. It is super slick. You want to download that. Again, all of that available absolutely free. If you ever have questions, give us a call. Follow the local teams. Again, all the way through the break. Next week, we're going to have more special guests here on the on the show. We are. Tyler Jones, who plays up at uh, Northwestern College up in Orange City. They just won a national championship here over the weekend as well. So we're going to get former South Central Calhoun Titan uh, and current uh, you know Northwestern athlete uh, Tyler Jones on with us. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be um, really a lot of fun. The other thing I want to mention with the website, John, just real quick, and I know we got to go, but um, I oh, think that one ship of, has sailed. I know. One of the really <laughs> cool things about our website for me is is that we've got everything broken down per school. So all 10 schools that we cover have mm -hmm. their own page. Every sport, whether it be, and it's broken down, girls basketball, boys basketball, girls wrestling, boys wrestling, you know, they, every sport has its own page. So if you want to go look up a specific school, you can go to the schools page. If you want to go look up a specific sport, you can look for that sport and find all of the things that we do on there. And then, of course, the Brinks Exterior Sports Report is where we type up all of the recaps and all of the mm -hmm. results uh, from all of the night's events. And, uh, you know, so it's a lot of information can be found on that website. Yeah, you guys uh, got together with Pete and said, you know, okay, here's what I want out of yep. a website. And that's exactly what it is. So go check that out. Sports.1380kcim.com. That is KCIM Sports Rewind for this week.